Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful. I'm super excited to dive into today's episode. This is a really fun topic for me, and I don't know that I've ever really talked about this specific topic on the podcast before. I know I've talked about it with my my clients, but I think it's so fun to talk about and just really dive into, you know, some signs that you are meant for entrepreneurship or that that's where you're headed, right? Maybe you're on the precipice of something really big, or maybe you are already an entrepreneur. You're already in business for yourself. So what I share with you is going to really align. And maybe I'll share things with you that are even more, it just has you say, oh, this has always been within me because a little bit about my story with being an entrepreneur. You know, I didn't start my entrepreneurial journey until age 28. I went to college for four years, graduated, had my degree, went straight into corporate right after I graduated. And I actually worked in corporate America for seven years before leaving to do my coaching business full time. And I did not have that entrepreneurial spirit. I very much wanted to, you know, have that safety, have that stability, use my degree, have benefits, climb the corporate ladder, like, you know, make a little more every single year in my salary, commission, benefits, all the the things that come with the nine to five, the corporate world. And it wasn't until I had a huge spiritual awakening, a huge awakening within myself at age 28 that had me just really change everything in my life that had me go, whoa, there's got to be more to life. I know that there's more I could be doing, but truthfully, before that happened, I was not someone who had that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, not fully right. Looking back, there are little pieces that maybe indicate, oh, I could have been going on that path eventually, but I was very much, you know, I guess, happy, content in the corporate world. I liked the safety. I didn't know anybody around me who was not in corporate. And so it was very much the world I lived in. And I was totally fine with that until I wasn't, (laughs) until I wasn't. So, you know, in this episode, I'm definitely not knocking corporate, not knocking, you know, getting your degree, going to college, all that, because I believe everybody has their path. And for me, this was part of my work. Part of my journey was the unlearning and getting to a place where I'm like, oh, okay. I might actually want to do something where I'm not using my degree, where I'm, you know, not following the path that has been laid out where I'm taking risks that totally, you know, came to uh, as a surprise for me. So a little bit about what, what happens when you start to, you know, think about going into business for yourself or some signs that maybe you are thinking about it, that it could be time. Let's dive into those. So the first thing that I'm going to say is if you ever want to go into business for yourself, and by the way, going into business for yourself, it doesn't need to mean, you know, starting a coaching business, starting an online business 
service-based business. It could be something like you want to sell on Etsy. You, you know, have a solution. You want to create an app. Like there's so many different things you can do and you can start a business while being supported by another source of income. Maybe that's your corporate job or whatnot, but maybe you're on the cusp of you want to do something, start a side hustle. Maybe you do network marketing outside of the quote unquote normal job, your nine to five or the other way that you have a source of income. It doesn't have to be the extreme of fully going into your business for yourself, risking it all. I know that there's so many different factors that go into somebody's decision to, you know, go full-time on their own. You know, for me, I, at the time where I took that leap and I left corporate America, it, it was just me. I was single. I, I had barely, I had just met Ryan, my partner. We've been together for almost three years. I just met Ryan, you know, I didn't have kids, still don't have kids, just had a dog at the time. And so, yes, it was risky what I did, but I only had myself that I needed to provide and look out for. And of course my dog. So it's, it's different for everyone, but the first thing that I'll say that, you know, could indicate that you're on the path of going into business for yourself, that you might be curious about it is the first thing is that you love finding new solutions. So maybe you're someone who you think about things that are done in a certain way or the way society does stuff, or maybe you're taught something and you question, you're like, Hmm, I, I wonder why it's done this way what if it was done this way? Or what if there was another alternative here? Or, you know, why don't people do it this way? That's the first thing with entrepreneurs, because you're, as an entrepreneur, you're literally finding solutions to quote unquote problems. And sometimes people don't even know that they have problems until they are presented with a solution. And they're like, oh, that's so much better than what I've been doing. So entrepreneurs are always thinking about new solutions, new ways to fix things, new, easier ways. Oh, it could be so much faster. It could be so much less stressful doing it this way. So entrepreneurs are so great at finding new solutions. And maybe you're someone who you often think about stuff like that. Another indicator is that you love to find your own way. So if someone were to tell you, oh, this is the only way you can be successful. This is the only way you can do X thing. Oh yeah, this is, there's no other path to this. There's no other way to do this thing. This is just, yep, this is the only way. Entrepreneurs kind of take that challenge head on and they're like, mm, I think I can find another way or mm, I don't want to accept that. I, I have an idea for something else. And this is, this is huge, right? And an example I can give is, and I was actually just talking with one of my friends who is also in the entrepreneurial space. She has a very successful coaching business. And yesterday we were talking about reels, like Instagram reels. And we were talking about how both her and I had a lot of resistance to, you know, getting on reels, making reels for social media for our social media strategy when reels first came out. So I'll speak from my own experience. I remember seeing and being told, oh, this is, this is the new way. This is where the platform's going. And that gate, I had a lot of resistance because I was like, no, I love, you know, making static posts. I love 
people being able to read a quote from me. I don't want to be making all these videos all the time. And I had a lot of resistance. And when I peeled that back, the reason I had resistance was because I was literally being told by, I don't even know if I was seeing just articles or, you know, just hearing from gurus on Instagram, like, oh, that you have to do this now. This is the way. And so for an entrepreneur, you don't ever want to be told you have to do this, or this is the way, because to be an entrepreneur, you're literally creating your own path. And so that went off within me. I was like, "Mm, watch me still, you know, get a ton of engagement on my other posts. And what ended up happening was I started to make reels, not because I had to, but I was like, let me try this out. And I noticed that I would get a lot of reach. It would reach a lot of people. It was so fun to get different plays. Like I would get engagement. I would get new followers. And what I came to was, oh, this is another way to get in front of my ideal client. This is another way to connect with my ideal client. And that made me so excited to hop on the reels train and start experimenting and start creating reels. Not because I had to, or because it was the way, but I associated it with a, like a victory with a gain, right? So that is, you know, one indicator. So if you're someone who you don't like being told, this is the way, this is how you have to do it. You don't want to accept that. That's a sign that maybe you're meant to go into business for yourself. Another, another indicator is that you truly believe in yourself and you know that you're going to win no matter what you have this belief ingrained within you where you're like, if the odds are against me, like, that's okay. You're not just going to accept that, but you're like, I'm going to prevail. I'm going to come out on top. Watch me. That's kind of your energy. You don't, you don't buy into, you know, the stats and, oh, I don't know anybody else who's done this. You're someone who you're like, well, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to win. It's going to work out for me. And this is so foundational. It doesn't mean that you wake up every single morning in full, you know, 10 out of 10 self-belief, like I can do anything because you're going to have your moments where you don't believe in yourself as much. And then that's your work. That's your mindset work to, you know, get back into that self-belief. If you work with a coach, reach out to your coach, have them, you know, hold space for you and support you and help you move through it. But in general, entrepreneurs have that belief of, well, the odds are against me and I'm going to win because that's what entrepreneurship is, is doing something different, doing something, you know, that doesn't have that clear paved path, but creating your own path. Another indicator is that you don't align with the nine to five structure, the mentality of it. Maybe you're someone who you've never had a nine to five job. You've never had a corporate job. Like you, you like that type of environment repels you. So, you know, for me, with, with me, I was in corporate America as a recruiter for seven years and I personally liked it. I liked the nine to five structure. I liked, you know, the knowing of when I was going to get paid, I liked you know, I just liked it in general, but I didn't know there was another option for me. I didn't have that passion and that dream. But once I did, once that was within me, I noticed, I was like, this is very odd that I am being quote unquote paid to work 40 hours a week, which, you know, it ends up being more than that because you're commuting, you're answering work emails, maybe outside of work hours, but 
most employees are not working a full eight hour day. So I noticed, I was like, okay, you guys want me to come in at eight and you want me to stay until, you know, four or five, whatever. But, you know, nobody is working that whole time. And, you know, it, it just, it got to a point where I felt like it was this clock in clock out mentality for me. And so that's why it's really important that if you don't align with that structure, you shouldn't be in that structure or you should find a way to love it or, you know, start your own thing if that's your desire. Because again, I liked it until I didn't. And when I didn't like it and didn't agree with it, my soul was like, you cannot be here. You cannot be in this structure. And I even remember being a recruiter for the company I worked for at the time, whenever somebody would, whenever a candidate would apply for the job, you know, come in for the interview. And we noticed on the resume that they were an entrepreneur, that was actually almost a bit of a red flag from our, on our end, because we were like, how are you going to do with this structure? You know, how are you going to do with being told what to do? And there's a hierarchy and all that. And so, you know, if you don't align with the nine to five mentality, there's so many ways to avoid it. Honestly, I think we're told that that's the path you have to take, especially if you went to college because college sets you up for the quote unquote, good job, the quote unquote, good career. And there's a lot of other things you can do. You could have multiple jobs. You could freelance, you could develop a skill set, and, you know, take on projects. You can, there's so many different things you can do, but if you don't align with that mentality, I invite you to get curious about what else is available for you. So you can have more freedom within your time and really, you know, be paid for what you love. And sometimes we are very good at something, but that doesn't mean it's our passion. We doesn't mean it's our calling right after college. I got into recruiting and I was good at it because I got to use my personality. I got to get to know people, ask questions, discover someone's intentions and personalities and their strengths and build relationships. And I thought, oh, this is what I'm meant to do at the time. But it's so similar almost to how I am as a coach now. It's like all the all these skills helped me when I did step into coaching in some way. It was the way I look at it is my corporate life, my corporate, I literally refer to it as a past life. It almost prepared me to be where I am today and take those steps. So it's never, ever, ever a waste, but yeah, it may not be for you. And I respect it. I respect the nine to five culture. I know many people who are in it. And I think it's great if it works for you. My boyfriend, Ryan, he never had a corporate job. He never experienced because he just, he went straight into entrepreneurship while he was in college. And so you know, when I tell him, oh my gosh, babe, I'm getting remnants of Sunday scaries, <laughs> you know, when the weekend's almost over and that feeling starts to set in of, oh God, the work week is going to start. He literally did not know what that felt like because he never needed to worry about that because he didn't have a corporate job. So it's very, very interesting. I could talk about this all day. Another sign is that you enjoy taking risks. Like you will take a risk. You will bet on yourself 
any day and you trust yourself to figure it out. So your mindset is like, I'll find a way I'll find a way it's going to work out. I'll make it happen. I'll be resourceful. Entrepreneurs are very resourceful. They don't rely on anybody else to tell them, yes, you can totally do it. You'll totally succeed at this. A lot of the time entrepreneurs start their business without really having anybody in their life to say, yes, you should do this. You're going to be so good. A lot of the time it's like, you are the one who you, you have to believe in yourself the most. And then it's like you, other people start to get on board, but you have to have that within yourself first. So you are aware you're taking a risk and you're not waiting for somebody to validate you and tell you, yes, you totally should do this. You're, you're like, I'm going to find a way. And that brings me into, you know, my next point is that if you are meant to go into business for yourself, chances are you love paving your own path. Like the thought of being a trailblazer or someone even calling you that lights you up inside. You're like, Ooh, yes, that's me. I want to be that. You enjoy being that breath of fresh air. You enjoy having that different perspective. You enjoy being the only one to do something or the first one or to do something so different. Like you love that, that really lights you up. And that's really what entrepreneurship is because it is, you're going against a lot of conditioning. And what I say is that so much of learning to grow a business is also your learning, your unlearning things. So entrepreneurs, even though they've been told their whole life or taught, you know, you have to go to school, you have to go to college, get a good job, retirement, healthcare benefits, all those things. At the end of the day, they're kind of like, yeah, but I'm going to, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to take my own stride. I'm going to pave my own path. And this is so freaking powerful and big and huge. So if you're someone who gets excited by that, chances are, if you're not already in business for yourself, that is your calling and you are on your way to that. And another thing is that you're not going to just accept that, oh, that's just the way it is. So you're not somebody who accepts mediocrity. You're not somebody who, you know, is just going to lay down and say, oh, okay, this is how it is. If you truly believe in something, you're like, heck no, I'm standing up for this thing. Entrepreneurs stand for something. They stand for something. They believe in something. And so you got to know what that is. There is this quote that I love. I have no idea who it originated from, but it was like, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. I, I want to look it up right now, but I don't know how supportive that would be for (laughs) this episode, but I loved that so much because being an entrepreneur, it calls you into a level of self-belief, a level of believing in something so deeply that you're willing to risk it all for that thing. For me, it's like, I believe so deeply in women empowering themselves to truly live the life that they desire to truly create a life by their own design, doing what they love, getting paid for what they love, feeling amazing on the inside. I truly believe that as as an entrepreneur, your biggest job is to care for yourself because your energy is the most important thing. Your energy is everything. And so the most successful people I know, and you know, myself included, right. I'm successful. And I will say that and own that. And you get to say that and own that too, is that I 
prioritize feeling good above everything. Of course, I honor my commitments. It's not like if I have a client call and I'm not feeling, you know, on fire, I'm not going to say, Hey, my energy is not good. But what I do is I take radical responsibility and I manage my energy. So if I'm like, Oh, I have a call in an hour and I'm in a funky mood. It's like, okay, well, how can I shift myself? How can I take care of my energy right now? Maybe that means leaving my phone at home and going on a walk around the block. Maybe that means having a dance party. Maybe that means doing some breath work. I'm always taking responsibility for my own energy, my own inner world. This is what I teach my clients how to do too, because our energy transfers to one another and people can feel your energy. And it's like, how do you want them to feel? But most importantly, how do you want to feel on the inside? And another huge, huge, huge sign that entrepreneurship is your path, going into business for yourself, doing your own thing is your path, is that you love thinking about ways to make money. Like your brain, you you think about something, even if you see like a vendor on the street selling bracelets, your brain is like, oh, wonder how they can make money. Oh my gosh. I wonder how much they make. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I, what are they charging? What's the markup? Oh my gosh. I bet. How much does it cost them to get the supplies? Oh, that would be, oh, I could totally do this. And even if it's not directly your passion, your brain is always looking at it. You're so curious about ways to make money. You're always looking at different ways that people are making money and it genuinely intrigues you. Like you are, money-minded, you're success-minded, like you totally identify with that. And, you know, you're going to put yourself out there. So if you have an idea and you believe in it, you're going to put it out there. You're going to promote it. You're going to do the things. And this is the thing that happens, you know, just because you may not feel confident promoting yourself, promoting your offers, promoting how you can help people right now does not mean you're not an entrepreneur. It All it means is that there's work to do. You get to do the inner work to believe in yourself, to get yourself out there and promote and tell people what you're about, tell people what you stand for, tell people how you can help them, tell people how they can pay you and learn from you and exchange with you. This is so important. And this is really, really the work because the action of selling the action of promoting is easy, but what gets in the way is what we're believing, what stories we're telling, what narratives are coming up, what we're saying we can do, we can't do. It is so, so important to address these things. And I'm so excited because we are launching a brand new mastermind called the Inner Boss Mastermind. This mastermind is for online entrepreneurs who desire to reach six figures in their business. So if you're someone who you are ready to hit that six figure mark, you just, that excites you so much. That is the milestone you are ready or you're actively wanting to create in your business right now. You're going to love this mastermind because the way that I believe you get to reach the six figure Mark is through learning aligned strategy. So learning the practical stuff, you know, what to do, different sales strategies, marketing content, all those amazing things to actually build a business, those foundational things. 
and also doing the internal work required. So I'm going to be holding an incredible space for you for six months. This mastermind, the inner boss mastermind, it is a home for you. I want it to be that place where you can be held and supported in whichever way you need. Sometimes you're going to need strategy and let's go, let's do this. And then sometimes you're going to need mindset. Sometimes you're going to need coaching around a blind spot. You may not see. Sometimes you're going to need help with shifting and removing some barriers. So you you can just fully go for it, go after it. So this mastermind is going to be your home. You're going to get it all in one, and it's going to be an incredible six months experience for me. I personally have always been in a mastermind. I've been in different masterminds for the last three years. They are so amazing because not only do you get support from you know, whoever is leading the mastermind, whoever the coach is, but you also are growing and expanding because you are around other like-minded people who are on a similar trajectory, who have a similar mindset. And it can be so, so expansive because you're going to be around people who may be a little ahead of you in business, or maybe you're going to be around people who are right on the same you know, at that same place as you. And it's so expansive just being around and being in the momentum and the energy of other people who are building an empire just like you. And, you know, there's been times where I've worked with both a business coach and a mindset coach at the same time. So investing in two coaches, I've been in a mindset mastermind and a business strategy focused mastermind at the same time. And I'm so excited that I can create a mastermind that includes it both. So you don't have to choose between, do I hire someone for my mindset or do I hire someone for business? You are going to get it all in one place. I'm so passionate about this because it, it does take inner work to get to six figures. It's not all about do this, do that. And at the same time, just feeling good, just having affirmations, just journaling, just doing breath work. That is not enough to build a six figure business. So if this sounds exciting to you, if this sounds like something you want to be a part of, go ahead and click the link in the show notes. You can fill out an application or come directly DM me at the mindful babe, and we can chat more about it. See if it's a good fit. It would be such an honor to serve you on your journey. I hope you love today's episode. I hope so much resonated with you and I cannot wait to see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe. 